All right, welcome back to this week's walk and talk, which you probably weren't expecting to get one this week. It's only going to be a real short one, actually. I'm not going to cover too much news. Here is Kristin. She's now finally back after two months traveling around the world working. Mm. <laughs> so we've got a, a crazy story to share with you. I think many of you already know about it, actually. Um, but why we did not get to take our holiday mm. this year and why we're sort of, well, back. The holiday lasted all of one night, didn't it? Because what happened was after getting off the ferry from the Isle of Man to Liverpool, driving down south in England, stopped off in Coventry and got robbed. <laughs> yes, and I don't mean just like someone came at me with a gun or a knife or something. No, no, they, they, the gang robbed the van. They robbed the van and everything in it. So that was what, 5,000 pounds worth of stuff in the van. Mm -hmm. You lost a load of stuff as well, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what did you lose? Mainly clothes. <laughs> Mainly <and> clothes. <laughs> but you know, my hiking shoes, which I really loved. Yeah. Um, and just, I don't know, just, I'm, it's just stuff basically, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just lots of stuff. But a lot of it had sentimental value as well yeah. because we've built up all of our, what, what Kristen calls glamping. Glamping. Equipment. <laughs> what I call camping equipment. We've built that up for years and years, haven't we? Mm -hmm. All little things that you find if you're a camper, you'll understand. If you're not into camping, you probably won't understand. But all these little things that you build up over years of, oh, that little gadget, oh, that's really cool. Or you see someone else on the campsite with a really cool thing and then you end up getting it as well. So... Yeah, we lost all those things. The tent was worth about a thousand pounds because it was more of a glamping tent with a, you know, a lounge and all this other stuff with it. Yeah, it's just really disappointing. But the thing that I found the most disappointing was the police response to it. Kristen's dying to walk on ahead, so I'm gonna, I can tell she's dying to walk on. <laughs> so it was the, the police response to it was the thing that was disappointing for me in that they didn't really seem to, and I didn't understand until I looked up all the crime statistics afterwards, they didn't really seem to take it that seriously. So, I mean, I was really surprised by that. They said, oh, we've dispatched officers and, you know, we're searching for the gang and all this sort of stuff right now, or the van. But uh, what actually happened was when they came round, and this is what was really weird, they said, oh yeah, we already know about the suspects. So they said, did you see a black Mercedes with, with four guys or whatever they said? And uh, I'm not going to give descriptions. <laughs> uh, we don't want to get into all of that. So um, they asked me, did you see, you know, was it these guys? So they already knew who it was. And then the, the officer said, you know, it's prevalent and it's happening all the time. And that they robbed another, you know, people down the road of their car as well. So it wasn't just us that got robbed, it was another car down the road that was also robbed. So I honestly thought they were gonna take this really seriously, but then nothing really seemed to happen at all. And I called the next day to find out, you know, what's, what's going on because we're in limbo now. We can't take our holiday because we haven't got any of our stuff. We haven't even got a vehicle. What are we supposed to do? And they make out, you know, when you call the police, they make out like, 
you're a nuisance, you're inconveniencing them. In fact, the lady said over the phone, uh, why exactly are you, are you calling? Have we called you? And I said, no, you haven't called me. That's why I'm calling you because I need an update. What's going on? Have you found the van? Have you found the guys and all this? And she says, well, this is not normally how it happens. We'll call you if there's an update. I'm thinking, what? So that led me on to start doing a lot of research into this type of crime and crime in the UK. And it is exploding, by the way. Crime in the UK is absolutely exploding, but you wouldn't know it because they don't report on all of this stuff. They're, they're hiding it very, very well. So we didn't really have much choice, actually, other than to return back. So we got a flight back to the Isle of Man. But we did go down to London for a couple of days. And it was very interesting because just speaking, we were staying in this, um, they're called like service department hotels, boutique hotels. And I was speaking to the lady there on the desk and she was saying, oh yeah, this is normal. <laughs> this is normal. Everyone seems to be getting robbed all the time. I don't know if that's true because I don't live in London. But then the guy on the desk said, oh yeah, my father's car was just robbed. My uncle's car was robbed the other day. And he said that the police never recovered any of those vehicles. So what actually happened then was nine days after the event, I get uh, a call to say an investigation has been opened. Okay, so nine days after they, they did the investigation. And then the very next day, this is on a Sunday, by the way. So this is on the 10th day. They send me a text message. Let me see if I can throw this on screen here. And they basically said, due to no evidence that uh, we're closing the case, that's that. Now, in the meantime, the insurance company, if you've had your vehicle stolen, they treat you like a criminal. <laughs> they, they honestly th treat you like a criminal, like you're trying to do some sort of fraud or, or something like that. And then they actually offered me a payout on the vehicle because they've classed it as unrecoverable now. And it's for half of the value. Bearing in mind, I only bought the vehicle in March. And they're trying to say it's worth half the value. See, this is the craziness that we have to put up with now that we're living with. It's absolutely insane. Oh, and a really crazy story as well that I should probably add in is that when I was telling people about what had happened, my, well, I think many of you all know Jason. He's my personal assistant, basically. He's worked for me for years and years and years. He said, you were really lucky. Do you not know what's happening now? And I said, no, what's going on now? And he said, well, these gangs and, you know, he basically, when I described the situation, he knew what was going on. He said that his catalytic converter had been stolen and then actually had been stolen twice from his car. And he said the scary thing was the second time it was stolen, there was one of the guys was stood because he has CCTV. One of the guys was stood to the right of his front door holding his arm up in the air with a machete. Yes, absolute true story. And he said, so you were really lucky because a lot of these gangs now are making examples of people who try and fight back or they run out or let's say someone's trying to steal your car in the middle of the night or something. So he said, you got really, really lucky with that, that you didn't, you know, try and do anything or, or whatever. But yeah, it's just insane now the amount of crime and how people can't really do anything about it. And now I'm gonna get a massive increase to my insurance premium as well next year. So, yeah.
not good. And I can't claim for any of the stuff. Apparently my home insurance says it doesn't cover it. So I can't claim for the 5,000 pounds worth of stuff in the back of the van either. So there we go, massive loss, huge loss um, this month. But uh, you know, I honestly believe whatever's stolen from me will be repaid to me in other ways. So that is my belief system. And let me just throw this image on screen because I started looking into crime statistics actually. And you'll notice on the right-hand side of this image that look how many of these cases were prosecuted. Zero, zero, not one single case. And I was looking through all these different pages and there was only a handful that actually resulted in the prosecution. And there's all sorts of crimes on here, some really serious crimes, and yet don't result in a prosecution. In fact, if these statistics are correct, out of all vehicle theft, and it's various types of vehicle theft here covered, only 2% result in a prosecution. Right, so think about that for a second, 2%. And of those prosecuted, hold on, let me get this so it's accurate, only 27% actually result in a conviction. And some of these convictions are ridiculous. I mean ridiculous. Anything from a caution, which is just a verbal warning, basically, and goes on the record, to, you know, small fines. Some people get 500 pound fines and all this other stuff. It is ridiculous. No wonder crime is so rife now when there just isn't a strong punishment. And I wanted Kristen to tell you a story, actually, but she's, uh, she's, oh yeah, she's way in the distance. She's just power walking at the minute. I'm going to go and grab her a second. Let me whistle her. <laughs> okay, I've just grabbed her. Hold on. Kristen, tell that story about what happened with that client you just worked with. Hold on, take the microphone. Just hold it near your mouth there. All right. Right. Tell the story about that client you just worked with who got, got robbed. Yeah. Just briefly. So basically they were outfitting his shop and the contractor who was helping him outfit the shop, once they were finally complete, he went in that night and stole everything. He stole about 10,000 pounds worth of equipment and goods and all sorts of stuff. And they got it on CCTV. You know, the shop was ready to go. It was on CCTV. Um, so they gave the footage to the police. They knew exactly who it was and he had an accomplice. So they tracked the guy down, him and his accomplice, ar arrested both, both of them, um, arrested both of them. And literally the accomplice, all they did was deport him. That's it. The other guy, they let off. Um, they didn't fine him. They didn't put him in jail. They didn't do anything. Gave that was it. Caution. Give him what? Give him a caution. Oh that's yeah. What it's called, a yeah, caution. a caution. Yeah, that's all they did was they gave him a caution. And um, my client was upset because he said, "Well, first of all, I know the guy's probably going to come back, or he's probably going to do this to someone else." And because there's no, um, what's the word? Reper repercussions? There's no repercussions. There's no. There's nothing bad that happens to the bad guy. Uh, you know, they just keep doing it again and again and again because they know that okay, they got a caution this time. Maybe next time they'll get a fine. Maybe next time they'll end up in jail for a month or two or three. On and on. There's nothing that bad that is actually going to happen to them to where they feel like they're going to stop doing what they're doing, basically. So he was really mm -hmm. upset. Um, so I told him what happened with my. Uh, with the van, you know, situation. And um, he was like, doesn't surprise me because here's what happened to me last month, you know, which is really sad. It's really sad. Yeah, so crime is just rife in the UK right now. Absolute rife. It's just exploding. 
And if you look at all the, the breakdown, gosh, it's a beautiful day now, absolutely beautiful here. So we can kind of smile as we walk in the sunshine in this safe environment on the Isle of Man, not needing to worry about any crime here. Just a little bit of wind behind me, that's, uh, that's about all. But yeah, if you look at each crime, even sexual assault is up 20%, violent offenses are up 20%, vehicle theft is up 25%. This is just year on year. Doesn't include, you know, if you were to go back further, you would see that crime has been increasing quite dramatically. So this is what some of the reasons are then for why crime is increasing so dramatically. Or actually, last time I covered this on YouTube, I got a strike and the video was taken down. So I better not talk about those things. I'll post about that in the private community or something like that. But let me just focus on vehicle theft then. This is the reason they said that vehicle theft is increasing. Okay, here it is. A severe lack of police resources. There are now many more criminals than police officers. There are so many vehicle thefts each day that the police simply can not keep up. And here's an interesting one that I thought was very, very unique to say. The police have had to redivert resources in recent years to new types of crime, including hate crimes. So I just want to read this out to you because this is quite interesting, unique around these hate crimes. And the statistics are staggering. So remember, it was just 2% conviction rate on vehicle theft and a lot of these other what we would consider to be serious crimes that we want dealt with. But yet the police seem to be focusing quite heavily and the CPS Crown Prosecution Service on hate crimes. And some of these hate crimes are not even hate crimes, they're hate incidents. So someone saying something that someone else considers to be offensive is now getting a lot of police resources. Of course, of course it is. So what is this? Uh, race, religion, sexuality, disability or transgender, which is highlighted in bold. Why, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, that's what's highlighted in bold. So I want to read this out from the website here. For example, it's a hate crime if someone verbally assaulted you and used homophobic language. The penalty for a crime is more serious if it's a hate crime. If you've experienced something that wasn't technically a crime, but you felt offended, it's a hate incident. Last year, the CPS prosecuted more than 10,000 people for hate crime. In 86% of cases, the defendant was found guilty. Right, so 2% for these serious crimes against people, like vehicle theft and whatever else, and 86% for a hate crime or incident. In 79% of those cases, by the way, the judge increased the sentence on those people. And this is the absurdity of everything going on right now. This is why I keep saying to a lot of you, if you can get out of the West, <laughs> get out, because it is a slow motion train wreck that is, is happening at the moment. And this stuff's just gonna increase. It's just gonna keep going. It's gonna get worse because the things that are causing all of these problems are getting worse. The police are focusing on the wrong things in some cases. Look, I don't want to talk badly against the police because I don't think it's the police per se. I think it's policy that's coming down. If you gave most 
police officers the the choice of how to uh, deal with criminals and things like that i'm pretty sure they would use different approaches in fact i just saw a video that made me uh, made me laugh on on uh, social media today and it was this guy who was robbing a convenience store and the guy behind the counter was like don't touch him you can't do anything we're not allowed to do anything and then there was this sikh guy so sikhs are you know indian people they're the the people that wear the turban right so <laughs> the sikh guy comes comes out obviously works at this convenience store with a stick and just beats the crap out of this out of this guy <laughs> with a, with a stick and everyone's like no 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 you can't do that and i wonder what happened to that guy I bet you that the criminal actually sued him for assault, even though he was robbing the store. And that's how upside down the world is now. Whereas that should be what we do with criminals. We give them a good whooping to make sure that they don't do it again. But now if you do that, you become the criminal. This is how upside down the world has now become. And I was even looking at the crime statistics for the USA. And they're complete lies. If, in, in, in fact, if you do a Google search, it's even worse, all the statistics. And there's all these articles. You're just reading this article going, what, what is this? And they talk about, well, crime may have risen, but because of this, this, and this, it's actually decreased. You know, it's all that double speak again, where up is down and down is up and right is wrong and wrong is right. So they're trying to make out that all the statistics, even though crime is exploding in the USA, they're trying to say that crime is going down because of, you know, this, this and that. Well, no, <laughs> the statistics and the numbers don't lie. Crime is going up in the USA. In fact, there was another thing just out this morning I watched and it was in, uh, I think it was Chicago. And there was this massive group of, of teenagers basically on the rampage. And the police commissioner really made me laugh, his statement. I'm going to read it out. He said, usually we wouldn't arrest them, but they got so out of control that we had no choice. And I was thinking, why would you not arrest those people who are smashing up cars, trying to set things on fire? They are looting, vandalizing, just destroying the place. They've got firearms as well. Why would you not arrest those people? Uh, it's baffling, you know, it's absolutely crazy the way the world is going. And I think we all know it, we're all upset by it, but because people are not taking any action, or if people try to take action, they get arrested and all sorts of other stuff. And I'm talking about protesting. It's, um, I just can't see a way out until things get so bad that the average citizen finally stands up for themselves and actually does something about all of these, these things that are happening. All right, let's go cross country for a second because Kristin has plowed up this hill somewhere. I'm not sure where she is. But yeah, because of that, the, the holiday that we were taking is canceled, which is a little bit annoying, of course, because I really did need a break, but um, hey, that's life. Wow, look at this beautiful area here. We got all this beautiful scenery here I'm just going to take a walk each day, actually, and uh, try and relax. Ah, there's Kristin right up there. She's just passed out of... Ah, uh, yeah, you can just see her there. Other than that, I have just been working this week on, or actually the last two weeks now, on the new course. It's almost ready. I've edited half of the chapters now, so they are ready to go. So I'm just going to release 
the course over the next week to the Patreon, the private community first, and then I will release it here on YouTube in probably a week after that. So it'll be released in the next couple of weeks and I will make another video hopefully next week and um, we'll get back to a full posting schedule as soon as we possibly can, probably in a couple of weeks time. So on that note then, thank you for being subscribers here and uh, well, I hope you don't have to go through what we've gone through in the last couple of weeks, but um, you know, this is life. We made the mistake of driving over to England. So we knew the risks and um, you know, we were just very unlucky. We just became one of those statistics, unfortunately. So it is what it is. I'll have to go out and buy a new vehicle now and um, we'll plan our camping trips for next year instead. All right, well, that's it for today. Take care, God bless you guys and I'll see you next week. Bye, God bless you guys. Have a great rest of the summer.